0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first match preview here on the Valiant 33 Network. My name is Bryce Stanton, the writer for Rochester, New York FC News. Some of you might have read the blog that I do, but I'm excited to be joining the Valiant 33 Network um, as part of its newly expanded lineup of podcasts and new shows. You know, With that being said, let's jump into this week's match preview. So Rochester is set to take on FC Cincinnati 2 on Saturday, June 11th. That might be today, if you're watching it. I don't know when this podcast is going up, but it's going to be at uh, North Kentucky University Soccer Stadium. This match comes off. Rochester's on a five-match unbeaten spree that started actually in the same stadium that they're going to now just over a month ago. On that day, Rochester won 2-1, thanks to goals by Pedro Dolabella and Milan Van Acker. And now Rochester went from ninth place at that time going into that match to they are now in fourth place, which is the last playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. Cincinnati, though, is still on the bottom. They've actually dropped. They are the, at the basement, bottom level of the Eastern Conference, and the only win in the last six games actually came last uh, in their last match, 5-3. Uh, to three. So, with that being said, Rochester will have uh, mostly a full side they will be without uh, winger Paulo Suarez. He's going to be in Miami playing for Cape Verde, uh, his national team. He's he's made his way through the ranks. He's he capped in their U nineteen side, and he will be making his first senior team international cap. Actually, on the same day they kick off at seven p.m. and they're they're playing in, in Miami against Ecuador. So good luck to him. You know it's good news, but for Rochester that means they will be a little thin, just a little bit. At right wing back, Kingridge obviously has been filling in ever since Milan Van Acker has been out for the season. But him and Suarez have been splitting time there, so it'll just be Akinridge, probably butchering his name. I'm sorry if I am playing there. So, but I don't expect the 3 4 3 formation to go away. You know, um, Bruno Beltazar has really preferred that. He, he really seems to like that um, formation for this personnel. You could see uh, Gustavo Recy Williams filling in. They're both played play on the right side. Risi plays as the right center back. And he's actually back at training. He left Toronto FC uh, Two's match a little bit early due to a hamstring injury, but he was seen in training. So he's expected to go, as is Will Analian, who's again back at training. He was on the bench but did not play against FC Toronto 2. So the key to the games. Rochester Again, they're going to look to limit chances again. So the first match against Cincinnati 2, they only managed three shots on goal and I think four shots in total. So if Rochester can, can do that, they should be able to control the flow of the offense. They've been really good at limiting chances and either blocking it or causing enough pressure that they get sent wide. If, if that can happen, I, I'd be looking for, you know, maybe instead of th- three is a little ambitious, but I would take five. Five shots on goals, anything more than that, I would start to worry. But, you know, control the flow of the game. Rochester's not really a dominant possession team. They're not possession-focused team. But they are, again, very good at controlling the other team's chances with that regard. So, um, the players to watch. Cincinnati, too, will obviously be looking to stop Rochester's offense. Uh, ever since they played them last, Rochester's gone on a kind of a tear offensively looking to to spearhead their defense is Harrison Robledo. Um, he's a defensive midfielder he actually plays played four matches so far for the Cincinnati main team in the MLS and then a couple in the US Open Cup as well so and he actually leads he's only played six games in the MLS next Pro but he leads them in both interceptions and tackles one so he when he does play he makes a big impact who else but Pedro della Bella for Rochester? He's going to be looking to unlock the defense. Um, he's, he scored four goals in May in four games, so he, you know, he was on fire in May. And actually, one of those was against uh, FC Cincinnati too. So he should be looking to maybe double his total in this game Saturday. And the prediction. So I'm thinking it was two one for the first game. I'm thinking three one. Rochester wins. Rochester definitely seems like they're a better team. They're much more informed than FC Cincinnati two. The defense for FC Cincinnati, too, is definitely worrisome. Other than uh, Robledo, they don't really have any standouts on the defensive side, per se. They have the second-worst goal difference in the league at minus 7. They concede a lot of goals. And also, for Rochester, they're in the playoff picture now, fourth place against the team bottom of their conference. This is a must-win game. Well, almost. It's still relatively early enough in the season but these are the games you need to win if you want to make a significant playoff push keep in mind that i think rochester should win it 3-1 or at least by a comfortable margin cincinnati in their previous game it was a 2-1 score line but their their last goal was in like the 87th minute so it was it was not quite a garbage time goal but rochester was up 2-0 so they were very much on the defensive end and I, I think they should be able to, to win by a comfortable margin. But with that's, all, that's all the time we got for today. I'm trying to keep these short under 10 minutes. Um, if you like these, uh, let us know. Again, I'm Bryce Stanton. You've been listening to the Valiant 33 Network. And good night, Rochester.